Right. Yeah. So to that, to your point, you have to have something, right? At least for your gas money. If you want to start off driving for dollars and getting houses that, you know, stand out, that look like they can be improved, you need to have the gas money to drive. Um, or if you're going to write letters, um, even, you know, having, you know, 50 cents postage, right, to, to be able to send letters to them. Um, and, and, and to your point, um, or to my earlier statement about the gas money, even if you're going to... A great book can totally challenge your conventional thinking and change your life for good. However, some of us just don't have the luxury of time of sitting down to read a book. But there are some instances in which we do have dead time, and these are perfect times to learn. So we can learn while driving instead of jamming to the same music on the radio, or maybe at the gym. Well, now you can. Dwelling has partnered with Amazon's Audible to give you, the Dwell listeners, a free book. Yes, a free book. So all you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash dwelling and download your free book. This will also be in the show notes. You can click on the link. And if you don't have a book in mind and you say, Ola, I don't actually know where to start with. Well, awesome, because I can tell you one to start with today. It's a quintessential classic. It's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So download Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And that would basically just take your mind on a different spin. Of course, I'm always open to hear um, from our Dwell listeners. So email me at ola at dwelling.com. And then feel free to also give us a, a rating and review. This really helps us to rank better in iTunes. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us on The Dwelling Show. I'm your host, Ola Dantes. I've got Brandon Baines with us today. Hey, Brandon. How are you doing? Hey, I'm well. How are you? Doing fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We've got a lot to talk about, but I think you can probably start off the show by telling our listeners, you know, who Brandon is, um, what you've been doing, and kind of what you've been up to lately, actually. Yeah, no, great. I appreciate you having me on. Um, you know, I, you know... Again, I've, I've started and we talked about this a little bit before, um, you know, I do some content around real estate investing. So, uh, again, my name is Brandon Barnes and I've been wholesaling real estate since 2016. Uh, and for those who don't know what wholesaling is, it's just the art of finding off market properties at a discount. Uh, and so then what you do with them is, you know, anybody's decision you know, whether you want to fix it up and flip it or hold it or just immediately sell it for profit. And that's usually what we do um, in, in our business. Uh, but I'm from Stone Mountain, uh, Georgia, and uh, Atlanta is my main market. And like I said, I've been wholesaling since 2016. And I'm super excited to be here. I do some coaching for other uh, aspiring real estate investors uh, with my send more offers coaching program. Thank you so much for, for that intro. Um, definitely a lot to talk about, but let's kind of just rewind a little bit, you know, before 2016, what were you doing and what was that kind of impetus for going into real estate investing? You know, why really, you could have done anything else in the world, but you chose right. um, real estate and wholesaling, which is, I mean, it's, it's not the easiest, right. Um, strategy. I'm sure, you know, that I'm purchase of the choir. So just kind of tell us a little bit, you know, kind of what you were doing, and what was the premise for going into real estate investing? Awesome. Yeah. So I uh, graduated from Purdue University. I started at Georgia State, transferred up there uh, and finished. I got into the corporate world. I was going to, you know, climb the corporate ladder and I wanted to be an entrepreneur always. 
Um, but I thought I would just find some opportunity to work with a startup company sometime down my career. Um, but things didn't happen like that. So I started working for the H.J. Hines company, the ketchup company out of college. Um, and I was in a leadership development program and I was going to do three years with them and rotate to different cities. But after that first year, they moved me to like Illinois, Iowa, the border and, and the quad cities. Um, they got bought out. And so my job, they wanted me to come back to Pittsburgh, but I had already moved my family there. So I had to found a, find a local job. So I ended up working as a production supervisor for the Oscar Mayer Craft Company. And then they got bought out. Uh, and then I had an opportunity to come back to Georgia to work with Talenti, um, a gelato company. And I, I, I bet you can guess they got bought out too. So three different corporate jobs. Uh, around operations, logistics, and supply chain. Um, and the companies kept getting acquired. And I got fired at that last role. And so I called a buddy that I met in Pittsburgh, you know, right out of college and asked him about real estate because he talked about real estate all the time. And lo and behold, he had moved to Atlanta and was like, hey, come through. You know, I'm working with this mentor program. You can learn from them. I'll give you the access to the course. And I did that literally January of 2016. Started to do stuff with him. I you know, got my first contract in February, closed my first deal for like 15K that I split with him in March. And so that just opened the door to everything else. And I just was on a path to, to, to grow the wholesaling business uh, from 2016. Awesome. Yeah. So I think um, there's a lot to unpack there. So yeah, I um, really appreciate that kind of, you know, foundation to kind of make the, you know, the listener thinking, I want to do what Brandon is doing. How did he kind of get there? Right. So you mentioned a, a couple of things, right? Um, basically, you, you know, you, you, you wanted to be in the corporate world, right? But things didn't work out the way you wanted to. And then you got back home and then you reached out, right, to someone. Um, and then you, were, you opened yourself up to try something new, right? How was how easy was it for you before you got to that first 15K, you know, 50-50 split with your partner? How easy was it for you? I mean, of course, you had lost your job, but how easy was it to try this brand new idea called real estate to you at the time? Yeah, look, I mean, it was tough because I had just lost that job. And to be completely clear, you know, I got married October 10th, 2015. And I was fired within two weeks of that. So I had a, a young son um, who was, what, uh, eight months old, just fired. I was looking for jobs, didn't know what I was going to do. Um, and so when I jumped in with him, I was just doing a lot of driving for dollars, wanting to figure out if this thing was, you know, a, a legit um, opportunity. Uh, but everything that we talked about and everything that the coaching program talked about you know, just talked about how much opportunity there is to get into real estate, which is the, the supreme wealth building tool and to get in it with almost no money down, right, through wholesaling. So it was a lot of driving for dollars, a lot of talking to sellers. Um, but, you know, my, my coach always says that the biggest results sometimes happen in the outliers. So it was like that first you know, a thousand postcards that I dropped, I got a deal. But the next few thousand, I didn't get any. 
So, you know, the whole, you know, that very first deal came somewhat quickly. You know, it took me a while to get my next ones and continue to get going. But um, mentorship is key um, because I had that mentor program and I actually joined it um, in June of that year. I was able to follow the steps. And so I always say, if you have a mentor and somebody to help you get going, um, that's going to be the best and quickest path to success. So through that mentor program, you know, I actually really solidified my business. I hired my first team member and assistant uh, to do the admin work that July. So six, 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 seven months in, I started, I hired my first full-time team member who's still with me to this day. And between me and her, you know, really building that business, I was able to do six figures, like right, right around 119K that very first year. So, you know, it was tough. Uh, it was a new thing, but I had mentorship and guidance of how to build it as a business from that very first beginning. Uh, and so I was able to do six figures that year, same thing, second year. And then by the third year, I actually built a, a larger team for cold calling. And we did seven figures in year three and then again in year four. Wow, there's a lot in there as well. My goodness, um, you know, you got married. Um, you you know, you have a young, a young child, and then lost your job. I mean, most some people would have just said that's it, you know, just kind of uh-huh. given up there. But then you kind of push forward. Um, so I really appreciate you giving that context as well, actually, because for someone listening to this, they might be going, "Well, you know, that's interesting, Brandon, but you know, I don't have any money. Like, you know, what do you?" And I love the fact that you said you can start real estate through wholesaling with little money. Right. I, I think it's very interesting when you yell at folks saying, you know, you can start real estate with no money. Uh, it's a very interesting conversation. And I, I'm sure you can share your thoughts, but, you know, you need money, some sort of money, even if it's $500. I, I don't care. Something. Right. <laughs> you need something. Right. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? If somebody's listening to this, I try to be a proxy for our listeners. Right. If there's somebody in the car saying, oh, you should ask, you know, about me. What if I don't have money? What you know, how can I get in? How can I get started? Right. Yeah. So to that, to your point, you have to have something, right? At least for your gas money. If you want to start off driving for dollars and getting houses that, you know, stand out that look like they can be improved, you need to have the gas money to drive. Um, or if you're going to write letters, um, even, you know, having, you know, 50 cents postage, right. To, to be able to send letters to them. Um, and, and to your point, um, or to my earlier statement about the gas money, even if you're going to knock on doors, like there are some ways that you can really be very scrappy, very early on, but it's still going to take, you know, some level of, uh, of funds just to get going. And, and, you know, one of my mentors says, you know, look, if somebody, you know, kidnapped your child right now and said, you know, the only way you get your child back is if you do a deal in the next two to three months, you're going to find a way to get at least some amount of money to be able to start your marketing, whether that's gas money, postage money, letter money, uh, or, um, you know, a phone line to be able to call homeowners. Like you have to have something to get going. It doesn't have to be a lot. Um, if you're, you're leveraging your other most, I, I really, your main most valuable resource is your time. Um, and so I was committed. I was fully in. I didn't have a backup plan. Um, and so I put all my time into it as well uh, with a little bit of cash for those first few months um, to do some of the marketing. And, and you know, that consistency 
was what helped me get to that first deal and then the next one and then the next one. All right. So I'm, I'm also thinking tactically, tactically as well, like in the wholesaling business, um, which, you know, I don't really know much about from, you know, speaking to guests like yourself. So kind of help us walk through, you know, a typical marketing strategy. I mean, we've done some, you know, um, with kind of on the multifamily side, you know, trying to, you know, we speak to a lot of owners, but I'm sure it's a little bit different with, you know, some, some of the single family, I guess, sellers. So can you kind of walk us through your typical, you know, marketing strategy? What are you guys doing? Are you, you know, also doing Andrean letters? You know, what are you guys doing? Or what is your winning strategy in terms of trying to um, get a, you know, a, a buyer, right? Um, to, to actually come on the buy side and then a seller to sell you the house and you, you're like in the middle. Right, yeah. So my main strategy has been cold calling. Um, but what I do what I teach, what I preach is sending more offers. And so that is something that I've built a whole coaching program around is, is how do I get you to, you know, you as a student, right, to send, you know, 10, 20, you know, even 50 plus offers each and every week. Um, so what, however you, you choose to generate leads is up to you. But what I want to focus my students on is to send actual live offers to these homeowners and then follow up on your offer. Um, and I teach a way to you know quickly come up with the offer price to automate the offer submission process. And um, by leading first with your offer, you're just putting yourself in the front of the line because you know as homeowners are being inundated with calls, emails, texts, mail, um, you know, half the time they actually don't have somebody that completes the entire play by sending them an offer. So that they can actually, you know, consider and negotiate terms um, to get under contract. So, our our primary lead generation strategy is cold calling, where I'll have somebody on the phone. Uh, we use uh, the Mojo Dialer, so MojoSales.com. Um, we'll you know either buy a list or we'll we'll you know get a bunch of houses uh, and their information um, by driving for dollars. However, you want to do that. Um, but you could simply uh, purchase a list from list source. You could skip trace it through batch skip tracing.com, get the phone numbers, upload them into Mojo from Mojo sales, and then call that list. See if they would be interested in an as is offer for their home. Once they say yes, then you're going to look at the comps in the area. You're going to make an offer based off of what you see on the map as sold homes around the area. And then you're going to submit uh, you know, simple two page agreement, um, as an offer, you want to follow up with them, um, you know, get them to sign that offer by letting them explain in the process. And once you have a signed contract, um, you can go out, you know, it's one of the easiest places is if you search for your city, for, for instance, if I go on Facebook and search Facebook groups, Atlanta, real estate investing, there's going to be a bunch of different groups and a bunch of different people posting deals. Hey, I have a contract. I have a property at, one, two, three main street. Is anybody interested in it? You post that there. I would post it without the street number. And then you, a lot of people are going to be saying, Hey, I, send it to me, send it to me, send it to me, send it to them, vet them. You go under contract with them and then you take it to your closing attorney and they're going to close the deal for you. And you made your money. Simple as that. Wow. 
Wow, 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 wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. And not only just sharing that, you know, from a systematic perspective, but also giving us the names of the, of the vendors and software you use and really appreciate that. You're definitely giving us the secret sauce here. One yeah. thing that you, did, that you did mention is automating the offer, right? So every time we hear that word, automation, are you actually, I've just, have you just like simplified the process or do you have some kind of like tactical software in which you're spitting out your contract and emailing it? I mean, what is that process like? For sure. Um, so we've created a web form in our business so where you can just type in the information and it, it merges it into a template. Um, and then you can send it directly through this uh, the software. What's the name of the software? Oh, through uh, DocuSign. But so we use um, uh, PipeDrive and there's, it has, it's connected to PandaDoc. So PandaDoc is like DocuSign and PipeDrive is a, you know, CRM. So a customer relationship manager. So you can create a file, John Doe, 123 Main Street. Um, purchase price is $80,000. Um, you've already uploaded your your agreement template into um, PipeDrive, um, and then it connects to PandaDoc. You hit send, and then it sends it through PandaDoc to go to the seller for them to sign. Once they sign, it comes back as a completed document. So, I've I've simplified that process. I've you know, actually created um, a, uh, a a step by step guide on how to set that up. Um, and if anybody goes to sendmoreoffers.com, they can see kind of, you know, the, um, the, the offering that I have to show people how to do that. Wow. That is awesome. I really like that. Um, it's really, really, really interesting because when you said that, um, I, so I, I made an offer recently, um, on one of the deals we're looking at. I believe it was a 5.7 million offer. And in my offer, because I, I actually normally would go, I use Keynote, I'm a big Apple fan. Right. And I would just like change, I have like an automation where I can just set to today and it changes it to the like today's date. So that's fine, right? Just a click of a button. Right. Well, on the address, right? And on the purchase price, you know, I'll put like, you know, ABC apartments located at, you know, one, two, three Main Street. And then I have to put the, you know, the, the name, right. You know, sometimes, or maybe our name. So if I, I know of Pipe drive, but I didn't know you could actually, you know, just kind of have a, a standard form and that will populate pre-populate at least my contract and send that to the, you know, to my, in, in our case, to the broker. Right. So that's yeah. really interesting. I really appreciate that's something I can take over to, you know, our multifamily side as well. So thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we can, you know, I want to keep going on, but before we go into the quick rounds, I usually like to get, I guess, to talk about a case study, a deal that you really like. Maybe it's the 15K one, uh, or maybe you made the most money or you helped somebody the most. Um, just kind of tell us about the deal. How did you find it? How did you fund it? And what was like the backstory as well on that deal? Yeah, for sure. I'll just, you know, for simplicity's sake, talk about the deal we closed yesterday. Um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Um, and so we had one, it was actually a very cheap deal. I was surprised that it actually worked out because it was, it's in Griffin, Georgia, which is south of the city. It's about 30, 45 minutes south of Atlanta. So when it, the, the, um, lead came through, I was like, I don't know if it's going to work out because he got it under contract. My, my, uh, acquisition manager on my team got it under contract for like $18,000. And I'm like, well, you know, it's a crappy house. It probably isn't going to work out. 
but what it was was this was an absentee owner so this is a, a guy that uh, owns the home but in the tax records you see that his mailing address is different from the property address so we downloaded a list of absentee owners uh, and then we called it and then say hey would you be interested in an as-is offer for your home um and he said yes so then my cold caller sent it to my acquisition manager he spoke to the person talked through our process asked him you know if he would be interested in selling he said yep i got some tenants there i'm just you know this is the one property he has a, a few other properties and a few commercial properties this is the one property outside of his main portfolio that he cares about that he would just be ready to offload um, he said, okay, great. Well, look, we I see some homes in the area that have sold for this. We can offer 18K. He said, all right, look, I'm, I'm good to go. So they signed an, an agreement. And then so what we did is we um, sent out an email to our buyers list, like all the people that we've talked to in the past that say, hey, I'm interested in off-market properties. We sent it to that group. Um, to see if they were interested. And we set up a walkthrough at the property. My guy went down and took pictures um, and then hosted these buyers to come to the property. Um, the best offer came in at like 38. So it was a 20K deal, uh, which I was surprised. But you know, look, it's a cheap house and, and they're just going to put some money into it. They'll probably be all in for 50, 60 grand and then have a cash flowing rental because uh, I think it's a hedge fund um, buyer that actually bought it. Um, that has a bunch of properties and, they, and for them it's just another property on a on a paper in their portfolio uh, and so we got that buyer under contract since to the closing attorney um, and we uh, we closed the deal yesterday but one thing that i had to do was in today's day right covid and everything going on evictions are on a hold so every deal that we get under contract that has a tenant i'm leading first to the tenant offering them cash, cash for keys. <laughs> keys exactly and so um the lady was like yeah i need 750 dollars for a deposit on a new place all right you know but yeah. then when i went to the leasing office it was like did she tell you that we need another 750 for first month's rent and i, and I she didn't say that but i was like hey, we'll do it i will pay 1500 dollars all day every day to make, to make 20. 20 it's i like the maths exactly the math is excellent so uh, i went on and took care of that i helped her get out the house um and they actually went to the property yesterday because my disposition manager is out of town went to the property got keys took pictures showed my buyer was vacant um and we closed on that deal yesterday for 20k so wow congrats no that's a really good those are the kind of stories i like to hear i really really appreciate that and frankly to be honest with you you know i've said this on the record it just brings me so much joy to see people that look like me in this game you know yeah. it brings me nothing but so much joy you know i mean in my space in multifamily syndication there are a few of us right but not at the level we should be, not even close, right? So I just love that, you know, you kind of sharing these stories and just really being humble about it as well. It's really refreshing. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, look, I, and I, look, I want to get to where you are. Like, I've been doing single family for four years, going on five years. Uh, and, and I know that there's another layer, another level to this. And that's leveling up to multifamily. So that's well, now, now you know a guy. Now you know a guy. You don't even need to get to the level. You're already on the level. We just need to talk and say, hey, this is how you got to do it. I'm, I'm right here for you, sir. Anytime you're ready, sir. Anytime. Yeah. 
Yeah, so we're definitely, definitely dwelling into the quick rounds. These are going to be quick questions, quick answers. You ready, sir? Let's do it. All right. First question. What makes you unique, Brandon? What is that differentiating factor that separates you from the next guy or from the next girl? Yeah, I think it's been the leadership experience, um, the supervision experience that I've had in the former corporate roles uh, and what I saw at major organizations like Heinz, like Kraft, and then like Unilever. And I apply that same approach to my business and it's very systematic. And one thing that I did that separated me was I hired a full-time assistant six months in, you know, to wholesaling, which is kind of rare, right? And that, and that, that helped me get so systematic that we were able to, you know, do six figures our first year. And as I brought on team members, I've been able to lead them towards a common goal. And so that is really, I think, helped set me apart from a lot of the other wholesalers. Just my corporate experience, focusing on leadership, and then having a systematic approach to my business from day one. Wow, love it. Second question, I can tell you, and I have a reader like myself, you've got your books at the back. What was the last book that you read and what was the one thing you picked up from that book? Funny enough, look, we talked about this right before this call. Um, I'm currently reading How to Start a Podcast. Nice. Um, I can't I forget the lady's name, but it's a great read. Um, very simple, um, How to Start a Podcast. That's what I'm reading right now. Nice, nice. Final question. So you're doing great. You're scaling the business. You're doing well. you got your coaching business. you got your family. Um, doing it a ton. What do you do for fun? Ah, great question. Um, right now, it's it's really playing with the kids. Uh, I have four. Uh, I have one son. Wow. Boy, um, but we have three little ones between me and my wife. Uh, and it's just when I, you know the downtime is figuring out what they want to do, playing with them, taking them outside, jumping on the bouncy house. Um, that's that's my that's my downtime playing with the kids. And, Man. And, we're, and we're not done. When I, my wife wants at least one or two more. So. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we have two girls. And yeah, sometimes I feel like I don't even have enough energy to play with them. Oh, right? I'm done. But yeah, and I can totally. We got, we got uh, three boys. And then my, my daughter is the baby. Oh, she's, awesome. she's already a little rough housing with them. So. Uh, that's so awesome. That is so awesome. <laughs> well, Brandon, I mean, there's somebody listening to us and think, well, I really like this guy. Maybe they're in the georgia market or anywhere in the country or maybe they want to learn more about send more offers your website and what's the best way people can reach out you know get to know you get connected with you yeah that it, that's it sendmoreoffers.com if you go to that site there's some social links at the bottom but if you want to learn more um there's a there's a button on there that you can click and i uh, will give you a call brandon appreciate you you're a legend thank you so much um hopefully thank we'll you. be talking soon awesome thanks ola you may have heard the phrase, there are a thousand ways to make a thousand dollars in real estate. Well, now you can actually tune into the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast with over a thousand, believe it, or a thousand podcasts and still going. The best real estate investing advice ever show is hosted by a very good friend of mine, Joe Fellers. Joe talks to influential thought leaders. We share the best advice ever with none of the fluff. You've got to check this stuff out. So listen and subscribe at bestevershow.com. That's bestevershow.com.